Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I am Jake Sherman. Welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Friday, November 4th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, Newt Gingrich, he's back. Number two, a lame duck look, marijuana banking policy looks like it has a shot. And number three, Kevin McCarthy makes a play for ultra-Orthodox Jews in New York. All right, Jake, let's get into it. The countdown is on, if it hasn't been already, uh, for the election. We are just a mere four days until Election Day. Uh, This final sprint uh, to November 8th has House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy with a familiar face to many, Newt Gingrich. What's old is new, I guess. The 79-year-old former speaker is accompanying McCarthy for three days over the weekend. Uh, He's going to be traveling with McCarthy to South Carolina, to Florida, to the Texas-Mexico border, and back to Norfolk, Virginia. What do you make of this? Um, It's Newt. It's always Newt, Uh, (laughs) as it's said on Twitter. Um, What do I make of this? I make a few things. Newt has been... um, Listen, McCarthy, let's start with McCarthy. McCarthy, what you have to understand about Kevin McCarthy is he's always around people. Like, he is a, um, for better or worse, and a lot of people who work for him (laughs) think it's for worse, but um, he is always surrounded by friends, by by, by members of Congress, by advisors. He's advised by, he's just, he's like a sponge in the sense that he's always around people and taking other people's opinions. But in, in the, so was Tr- Donald Trump, but like, it's not the same for McCarthy because McCarthy is, McCarthy doesn't take the last thing he heard and take it as gospel, but he like sucks up a ton of information. Um, like he always has an anecdote or, you know, a member just told me this or whatever. He's just somebody who's always around people, 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 people all the time. Newt is, you know, there's as as Brez notes this morning, and he, he, I wouldn't have put it this way because I wouldn't have thought of it, but like Newt uh, is one of of two speakers in the last Republican speakers in the last 70 years who brought the party from the majority or the minority to the majority. That's him and John Andrew Boehner. Um, you don't and, see John Boehner and Kevin McCarthy on a plane together, though. I do. You do not see that. Well, Boehner uh, is busy being making a bunch of money. So, you know, I, uh, maybe Newt is, too. But um, uh it is. It's just fascinating to me that Newt's kind of staying power in the in the Republican Party. <laughs> um, nothing against Newt, I guess. I don't have any personal gripe with him, but just his ability to kind of continue to exist in the Republican Party is um, is always is always of interest to me. Um, I do want to say though, hold on though, I don't want to say one thing because I do yeah. think as much as like, yes, he brought them from the minority to the majority. He's super divisive, right? And if you remember, oh, yeah. a lot of what he was doing and the way he went forward um, was a really chaotic time in for House Republicans criticized on his leadership style, very large brain, lots of ideas, but kind of always moving towards the next thing. So uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see what pieces and parts McCarthy can take from Newt versus maybe some of the things that he has been criticized for over the past. Oh, the years. oh l- let me, let, let me, let me, let me put it in, in more bluntly. There's a lot of things that Newt did that McCarthy should never do. Um, like a million things. Um, but 
that McCarthy spends time with a lot of people who he's not going to emulate. Um, <laughs> when I was with McCarthy last month, he had two members with him, Scott Fitzgerald of, of Wisconsin and Ron Estes of Kansas. Um, no, no particular reason they weren't in Wisconsin or Kansas, but he just likes being around people. And, um, uh, that is that I find that it's just it's it's interesting to me. And um, I don't think Newt's going to play a huge role if Republicans take the majority, by the way, which we noted last night in the evening edition. Um, uh, the prognosticators are now saying as many as 30 seats could flip Republican. I don't I don't have a view on that. We're not we're not in the prognosticating business as when it comes to how many seats they will win. Um, but, uh, interesting nonetheless. Absolutely. All right. We also note, uh, that the congressional leadership fund, the Kevin McCarthy link super PACs putting in another $2.5 million across the country. Um, you can read all of the details on what that spend in Punchbowl news AM. You can sign up for it at punchbowl.news. But I want to move quickly here on to the number two story. Uh, we are very quickly going to be into the lame duck and all of the massive amount of jockeying that is going to happen no matter what happens in the um, in the midterms. But certainly, if we are, as we are expecting, there will likely be divided government here in Washington. There's going to be a major effort to clear the decks. And um, interestingly enough, marijuana banking policy is now uh, one of those kind of issues that is expected to to come up during the lame duck session. Um, certainly the fact that Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has been taking a leading role in discussions with Republicans around, you know, what, what kind of a broader banking bill might be able to get their support. Uh, a very interesting behind the scenes in just uh, the few days leading up to the midterms. Yeah. Um, well, let's start with the lame duck. Going to be super busy on the legislative front, as we expect, is what we expect. Um, marijuana banking is something that at some point needs to be solved. Now, there are banks that um, handle marijuana related money, uh, but the safe banking bill, which is a, kind of at the center of all this uh, talk about marijuana banking, is um, would give a safe harbor from for federal for regulated federal institutions to work with legalized cannabis companies. Now, remember, it's fed, as we all know this, but uh, it worth repeating: marijuana, the sale uh, and possession of marijuana is against federal law. It's not against many state laws, and the federal government doesn't, you know, has not been very eager to prosecute it. Um, uh, by the way, the District of Columbia, marijuana, uh, possession of marijuana to a certain extent is legal. Um, uh, there are, are medical dispensaries. There are, you know, so it's not a, it's not as, as, um, as dangerous legally as it once was, but Congress has to wrap its arms around this. There is bipartisan support for this. We'll have to see the point that Brendan Peterson, and this is a great item and I'm not doing it justice right now, but it, the, there's a, um, the question is how far could they go? Uh, Senate majority leader Chuck Schumer is for, uh, marijuana banking bill. Um, and, but the question is how far could they go and how much can they, can they get out of this? So, um, we will, we will see, and this will be a, a critical part of the, um, of the lame duck session. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the morning. Uh, more on House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. Uh, as we've been talking about, he has been crisscrossing the country, but has had uh, some interesting, an interesting effort here to try to uh, get 
ultra-Orthodox Jews in New York to support Mike Lawler in his race against DCCC chair Sean Patrick Maloney. Yeah, so this is really interesting. As as the resident um, uh, ultra orthodox Jewish expert at Punchbowl News, I will I will, and I'm not much of an ex I'm not much of an expert, but I will um I'll try to break this down. So in uh, Rockland County and in New York City, there are several ultra orthodox Jewish sects: the Satmars, the Viznitzers, the the Skverers, uh, which have their roots obviously in Europe and uh, basically attempted to replicate or, or tried to replicate their life in Eastern Europe in the um, uh, pre-war and frankly post-war era in New York. These are pretty insular communities in the sense that they are extremely, extremely loyal to their rabbis, which they call rebbies, which are in, in these, these kind of ultra-Orthodox Jewish towns, including New Square, which is in Rockland County, Muncie, which is in Rockland County, and Brooklyn, uh, which is obviously in New York City. So uh, Joe Biden called the Visnitzer and Skvera Rebbies last week, both based in Rockland County, to uh, to get them to support Maloney, Sean Patrick Maloney, the DCCC chair. These vo- I mean, there are as many as tens of thousands, 30,000 votes is su- by some estimates in sub- in many of these sects that that could theoretically um, uh, sway an election. And uh, McCarthy went up there, went up last night to meet the Square Rebbe, asking him to endorse Mike Lawler. That is the Republican running against Sean Patrick Maloney. Um, remember, the ultra-Orthodox Jewish community, these communities supported Donald Trump in 2020 and in a large measure in 2016. And um, uh, they've come under political peril, I guess, not political attack, but peril over the last couple of years in regards to breaking COVID restrictions and the way they handle money for their schools. So they they are very politically active, incredibly politically active. Chuck Schumer keeps a close alliance with the with very uh, the various Hasidic sects uh, in the state, uh, the Satmars, the Squares, etc. cetera. He, uh, Yeshiva World News, which is not a site, Anna, we, we oftentimes cite here in um, at Punchbowl News, said uh, McCarthy asked the head of the Square uh, community to endorse Lawler. And apparently they've already endorsed Kathy Hochul, Democratic candidate for governor, and Maloney. But allegedly, this is according to Yeshiva World News, it was not a final decision. Now, I spoke last night to somebody who's kind of familiar with this process who said that they oftentimes change their endorsements or um, so I, I, I don't know what I don't know here. I don't know how much um, how much movement there could be on the uh, the the uh, square Rebbe changing his view front and endorsing Lawler. But um, that McCarthy went on November 3rd, five days before Election Day, four and a half days before Election Day to Rockland County to meet with the head of a powerful Hasidic sect is a very, very uh, telling anecdote in understanding how much he wants to defeat Sean Patrick Maloney. All right. With that, uh, we will leave you there. We hope you have a great weekend. Thank you so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.